Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Yes, hump day, November 30th. Turning the page to December. Soon, Santa John will be coming. Christmas time all around. You can hear the music everywhere. It's that holiday time of year. And uh, it comes at a time, John, where USA is advancing to the knockout round. Congratulations to the United States men's national team. Gets that 1-0 victory. The 2-4. Able to do their part. Hold it down. That 1-0 lead over Iran. Advance one of 16 teams in the world to advance in the World Cup. They'll play in the knockout round against the Netherlands on Saturday. We'll talk a little bit of soccer. This has become soccer headquarters around here, it feels like. Yeah, I don't know if we can do the whole thing, Brad. I don't know if we can do the whole thing. I appreciate the the effort. Although it literally led us to victory yesterday, so I think that was the right play to let Whitney belt it out the whole thing yesterday. Grizz, yes, back in action tonight. You know, we love talking Grizz around here. You know that, right, John? And they're they're in Minnesota now, aren't they, Brad? Perfect opportunity. We're in Minnesota now. Cat won't be there tonight to tell him that. He will be unavailable. Got a calf strain. That's a good thing for Memphis. I'll be asking John if it's a good or bad thing that Willie Fritz is staying at Tulane. Is that a good or a bad thing for Memphis and Ryan Silverfield? Oh, by the way, Tigers basketball also in action tonight. They'll be playing a Sun member, North Alabama. They are big, big favorites. So we have got a sports buffet ladies and gentlemen, of things to get to. Very, very exciting day. Hey, congrats to Ren Baker, too, huh? Yes, Ren Baker got the job at uh, West Virginia. Our friend. Our friend. I mean, Ren's a friend. So you, it's, it, it, you can root for Ren. That's a, that's a great deal. I'm, congratulations to Ren. I'm happy for him. Take me home, country roads, John Denver. Uh, Brad. He wants That's the apart. West Virginia is where he's Ren Baker, okay. the former okay. uh, was he an associate director here at uh, Memphis? Deputy had an opportunity to probably be hired as the AD, maybe here if they would have hired him. He would yeah, not have it. taken it. He wouldn't have taken it, but they never. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was he was a talent, right? And friend of the show. Now, a, uh, basically, a star that you was so hot you couldn't hold on to. Yeah, John Denver. Go ahead and give him the applause, Maybe. Brad. He okay. wants. I, I don't get the take reference. me home, country take, road. That, that is West Virginia theme song. Okay, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I'll you, find the song. Did you know here. that off the top yeah. of your head, John? Take me home, country road. That's it. To the place. Oh, come on. Yeah. Do we got to do that? I belong, West Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where Ren's going. Let's go, West Virginia. Well, this makes it kind of sad. It's a great song. It's a terrific nah, I don't song feel like for the state of West Virginia. Uplifting. Now this is this is like a this is like a emotional song. Like when they when they all get together for these home football games. Yeah. This is this is fun. I mean, what we got in Memphis? Hard hitters, three six mafia. Yeah. A little yeah. heavier than this. M E M P H I S. That's right. One time. Enjoy John Denver. This is a step down from Whitney yesterday. I must say. 
Jason, this is Pam what? Yates' this favorite song. Genuine. Quite a step down from Whitney. So are you going to disrespect Pam Yates' favorite song? I'll let you finish this Choose out. carefully. Choose your words carefully. Uh, so, yeah, Ren Baker is uh, off to West Virginia. He finally did uh, – he decided which Power Five job. He was very picky about which one he wanted to pursue. Very smart, smart. And, uh, and and he did. He indeed took the West Virginia job. So, uh, congrats are certainly in order for him. He said, "I am not going to have anything to do with that new AAC." Bye, bye, AAC. Not going to help you. Good. Uh, not going to lend you my expertise. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the. Uh, I can't blame him. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Ren Baker gone. Hey, but Trent Dilfer coming in. Trent Dilfer so says the, he says the new well, AAC looks good. For me. How about that? Yeah, so it's a busy day. It is a, a lot to get to. Busy yes. day for John Denver. Mark Janow is going to join us at eleven twenty-five. Mm-hmm. He wrote about uh, Memphis's conundrum, their their uh, little dilemma with finances and Ryan Silverfield and all of that. So we'll we'll talk about that. Touch on that with him um, at eleven twenty-five. Then uh, at 125, Paul Feinbaum is going to hey. join us. Hey. As you guys know, he is a Memphian. Right. He is the host of the Paul Feinbaum Show. And uh, the college ball playoff uh, rankings were released, the final ones. I just saw him on Get Up This Morning, John. So yes. Huge get by mm-hmm. you. Yes. Uh, he's, he's very nice to do it. Very nice to do it. Uh, and so we'll get into all of that with him at 125. So that's the show today. Beautiful. A few things to touch on, though. Let's get to the over-under thing. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Not going to lie, Jason and John, energized to be on the show here today in the studio with you after that U.S. win yesterday. Yeah, me too. Great day. There's a little energy force coming from that victory. Celebrate advancing. And so we start out, we got a Grizzlies game tonight, which is exciting, and it's at a reasonable time in the central time zone. Memphis at Minnesota. Grizzlies minus two and a half. Over. Under. John. Fishy. I'm concerned. I think it should be larger. Much larger. What am I missing? No I mean, cat? No Bane. No Bane, but you have John, you have Jaron, yeah. you have everybody else. And you've won your last two without him, but before that you were one and five without him. Um, just fishy, man. Very fishy. That's, that's, that's my initial well, you've read on it. You've smelled some stank here recently. So yeah, this, he has. This feels like it should be more like four and a half, five, um, especially given the turmoil that that franchise has been in. Um, I wonder if the market is pricing in – so uh, addition by subtraction there with Cat a little bit. That's what I am concerned oh, by. Interesting. I, I've seen some Minnesota podcasts trying to spin it that way, that yeah. this could be a good thing for them right now. Uh, look, mm. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Grizzlies win, you know, by more than that, but I, I, I'm, I'm prefacing it by saying that the, the number is weirding me out. The number is very creepy to me. Um, again, it feels like it's – because if this game were in Memphis – it would be five and a half, six more. Right. Right. So, okay, I'm going to give you two, three for home court advantage. Um, I guess that's how we get to two and a half. So, yeah, I, I, I go Grizzlies win here. I mean, how can you pick the Timberwolves right now? I mean, they are in total disarray. Lost three in a row after for a second looking like they might be uh, coming out of it. I, I, I sus- didn't suspect that they were, and I told you I just saw them firsthand against a bad Charlotte Horns team. Didn't have LaMelo, Gordon Hayward. They took care of him. Uh, you subtract Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, I think this is built to be a, a Memphis win. You don't need Desmond Bain to beat this Minnesota team right now. They are reeling uh, right now. Yeah, they're a little bit of desperation. And sometimes when you get you catch an animal backed into a corner, they can be a little fierce. Mm. I don't think this team knows who its leader is. Uh, maybe Carl being out helps with that. But 
Give me the Grizzlies all night tonight to cover. Let's go to Jaron Jackson Jr. points. You know, he's looked pretty good. This one's interesting. Yeah, I'm glad you put this one in there. And Jaron's been playing well. Looks good. Uh, The real number, as you said here, uh, FanDuel, our sponsors, 19 and a half points. Over. Under. So it is the real number. Jaron Jackson has gone for 20 or more in four straight games. His last four games. He's never done that in his career. And so to have this number sitting in 19 and a half is pretty significant. Does it for a fifth time. He'll be adding to something he's never done in his career. We just mentioned it. Carl Anthony Towns is out. Not that he's some great defender. Rudy Gobert is obviously the guy, but hopefully Steven Adams can help clear that out. I see no reason why Jaron doesn't continue this tonight. Mm-hmm. He's been rolling, like we've said. He's looked to score more and even inside the arc. We like that. Keep this thing going. I think he goes over the 19 and a half, especially with Carl Anthony Towns out. Yeah, I, have, I have no reason to disagree. Um, it, it, it's, it's a usage issue right now. I mean, with no Desmond Bain, it's going to be guys picking up the slack. You got it. So I have no reason not to believe. And look, I mean, the Grizzlies can certainly win this game if Jaron has 18. It's not like, oh, you got to get to 20 or the Grizzlies are losing no, the game. I want to keep that streak going, though. But, but yeah, I mean, with no Cad and, and uh, again, a, a, a Timberwolves team that is, is, is just – flailing in the wind right now. Uh, it, it, I mean, they gave up 142 points to the Wizards the other night. You know, I just, mm. I don't really feel, um, I don't really feel like they're in a position to 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 stop much right now. So, sure, yeah, I, I'll roll with over. But again, you know, I'm just, I'm just, we might be watching him take a step offensively, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and again, you're set up to have another good one tonight. My, my only so, thing, though, is... Uh, it just in terms of big picture view, this could be a leap for Jaron. You know, I will say this. I will say this. Um, the, the the Sharps that I know liked the... liked the t- It was three and a half this morning. Okay. And it's now down to two and a half, right? So the Sharps that I know... They like the Timberwolves. Now that doesn't mean that they will they will win. Right. Everybody's banking on Cat being gone being a good thing. But I'm you know, not. What you do see, what you do see in these situations is it's the Ciroc on ice effect. Wow. It's it's you know the Grizzlies look at the Timberwolves right and they you know or any NBA team looks at the Timberwolves right now and they say, well, no, Cat, you guys suck. You're ten, you're under 500. You know this is. You guys, we don't even have to try against you. We're going to come in there and we're going to beat you. And then you know somebody steps up. I don't know who that will be. I mean, Anthony Edwards going to get the gut. He's going to you now know. go ahead, take all your shots. But yes, um, you know everybody else on that roster wants to beat the Grizzlies really badly. So it's just one of those things. It's 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 a smelly line. It's a smelly game. Be confident. You yeah. Be confident. Hmm. Um, you had them to cover, right? Smelly. You don't need to go back on. I'm, I'm, I'm. I have to. I have Sound to like say, you're reconsidering. I, I, I believe mm-hmm. as the as a flagship. Uh, I, I believe we do have to pick them to cover, but that's not true. Uh, no, you uh, stay with your heart. But yeah. but it's just, it's just it's just weird to me, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing so you're how it on plays the record out. For it's weird. Okay, I, I'm seeing. I'm looking. It, it could be like a Grizzlies one point win. Kind yeah, of they're going to handle this yeah. dysfunctional Minnesota team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go to our friends in the A Sun, as you alluded to. The North Alabama Lions are oh. friends from North Alabama coming over from Florence, Alabama. I'm assuming this is a bye game, right? We're getting paid. Yes. Yeah, they're, we're, they're getting paid to come to town. I would assume, so why and, are you playing them? I mean, this line, it could be football or basketball. Uh, North Alabama Tigers minus 26 and a half. Over. Under. It was 36 and a half, I think, for the, for the uh, football program when yeah. they played. So uh, this is a discount you're getting. How about that? I don't know anything about North Alabama basketball. I don't know who the coach is. I don't know who plays for them. Tony Pujol. Okay. Albert Pujols? Can, don't put the S on. Just Pujol. Pujol. Can, can Memphis cover a 26-and-a-half point number? Uh, no. 
Really? No, they not cannot. with the Ace Hunters. They cannot. They will not. John just wrote that they win. Uh, that they play ugly. Yeah, they play. Oh, they they, yeah. they play ugly. I saw the article. Good so, job on that. I will say. Uh, I will say that comes in. I mean, they'll handle them. It'll be a you know eighteen to twenty five point. But I just you know what I. I'm was, gonna see if I can change your mind. Go you ahead. know what I just mm-hmm. watched yesterday? What you I watch? just watched Bellerman going to Kentucky, mm-hmm. and they were tied at the half. Bellerman's good. Yeah. Well, they're Bellerman's good. Yeah. You saw it last year. Well, that, that, they're worse than that. Than that, they're like I think they're below five hundred this year. Like they're not. I hear what you're saying. It's a good program that's now Division One. Yeah. Are you saying that because they're two and, and six, and, and they're the best program in Louisville? In Louisville, well, yeah. that's true. They're two and <laughs> yes. six though. They're no, not, I, I guess, technically they are not good this season. Yeah, but you're just that is a good program. You're prejudiced because they kept uh, your man Jordan Mincy from uh, going to the NCAA tournament. Oh, didn't well, they? you're right. So that man holding up Bellerman like they're the Hoosiers. How is Mincy doing this year? I need to check in on him. I think he's doing decently well. I think, okay. but I haven't checked in. Okay, on him. We'll you know that's look. not where my college basketball view goes. Right, mine does. Um, yeah, I I, just, I don't think Memphis is in a place where they're covering a uh, practically a thirty point number. I I think it'll be like. You know, seventy-eight to to fifty-nine or something. Uh, I'm gh try to change your mind. Oh, Ken Palm's guy is eighty-three fifty-seven. Okay. How many points is that? Uh, Twenty-six. Okay. Okay. North Alabama is three hundred twenty-third in the country in defense. Mm. Guess what? Everybody gets to do tonight. Mm-hmm. Eat. Mm-hmm. Eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to you, Elijah McCaddy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you, Keontae Kennedy, Malcolm Dandridge. I'm talking to you as well. John, this might be where KO comes in and gets on. You think we can get KO in double digits tonight? I think no. North Alabama's that bad. No, I think it's possible. <laughs> what I'm saying is tonight everyone for Memphis will eat. It's going to be dang close to that 26. I think Vegas just used Ken Palm. Who's your other guy that's free? The new one? Oh, oh God. Glorvit. Yeah, something. Yeah. Some Russian guy. He's probably got it exactly the same right around 20. Memphis going to cover now. Everybody going to eat. They can't it's, stop it's, a bread bag. They can't a, stop a nosebleed. It's also they're, a look ahead for Ole Miss. They're 310th in offense as well. They can't score either. This is uh, Josh just handled them, John, by 19. Well, that's – Josh beat them by 19. I believe Memphis can beat a team by 27 when I see it. It's North Alabama. They're 327th in the country. I'm just, they don't play defense. I'm going over. They're going to cover. Okay. Memphis covers. You got, Everyone you, eats. Uh, I mean, Lawson's eat. McCadden's eat. They've never played in an NBA arena, by the way. They, they play in a high school gym, basically, in Florence. I believe that, for sure. I mean, this is a little-ass school. Memphis go cover. I hope the, I hope so. I hope It's going to be very hard for North Alabama to score because that's a real Memphis defense, and I did. It is a real Memphis defense. I right. will take the under, though. Let's go to, to, to uh, some hot soccer here. Soccer was the big event yesterday. You guys chronicled it on the show, and believe it or not, G and I and Jeffrey were able to hold up the lead. Can you believe it, this John? This time they didn't let us down. I cannot. They did not let you all down. That is good. Number of goals scored for the 9 a.m. match against the Netherlands. In the knockout round Saturday, 9 a.m. on Fox, the number, uh, a half goal, 0.5. Over. Under. Is that the the, the spread? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, that's one that was your – Our no, linesman? You, you came up with that one, no? Yes. Okay. Oh. And it's – let me tell you this. It's the right number. I should be in Vegas. 0.5. Yeah. yeah um, yes. Are they going to score? Will there be a goal they, or they will it be nil-nil? Two goals in group play. Mm. Netherlands is good. Three match. Yeah, I not, know. Yeah, they could be the one scoring the goal. So you tell me this is nine. I wake up Saturday morning. I got this right as soon as I went a. nine a.m. Nine a.m. is what I know. Okay. I didn't know kickoff time. That's mm. good to know. Uh, sure. Pulisic is sure. Playing. They'll they'll score a goal. Yeah, he's got his nards back. Pulisic. I'll, I'll say I'll, they'll, they'll score a goal. Yep. I don't have high hopes for them to win the game. Well, go ahead and give us the uh, the result then. Will they lose three one two one? It feels like two one to me. Okay. 
Feels like two one. Is, is that a win for the U.S. just in terms uh, of this World Cup it's, advancing it's, it's, and then it's, losing it's, it's to one of the Netherlands? It's a respectable outing. I think for it sure. probably is. I mean, it? it's a, it's an honorable outing. It's it's not. By yeah, we're any not going out into the streets. Disgraceful or this, anything like that. It's not like Louisville basketball. Yeah, that's that, that's become a disgrace. That's shameful. It ain't like that. It's 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 good. It's a, it's a good outcome. I think. I mean, they lost to Bellerman, who's two and four. Two and six. Two and six. Yeah. Mm. Don't forget the other two. <laughs> yeah. For real, Kenny Payne might not survive. And they, no. they lost to Appalachian State. <laughs> they lost to Mark uh, Maryland yesterday by 50. Oh, oh my God. Who did we say his first win's going to be? Mm. Uh, not till mid December, bro. I mean, they're going to get to. They're going to. They, they're they got Kenny a lot. Of, they got more pain coming before they get that. What is the problem? I haven't watched enough. Is it a talent discrepancy or a strategic discrepancy, or he just can't keep this thing? I mean, what? He, he didn't get the. He didn't get the players that. Were, he didn't get any players in the portal. Jeez, that's, and they're I mean, 245th in offense. Yeah, they got Miami on Sunday, L. Florida State on Saturday. We said it was a leave, leave town match. Florida State's one and seven. West Kentucky Jeez. after that, L. December 17th will be their first win against Florida A and M. And then it's and then it's uh, conference play almost. Louisville, bad. Kentucky on right, New we, Year's uh, New Year's Eve. We were talking about would DJ Wagner go there? Yeah, that was <laughs> cold day in hell. Cold day in hell, indeed. Yeah, no, I, 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 the United States will score a goal, uh, and, uh, and and I think we'll be coming in here saying great, great run by the uh, by the Yanks. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stick with them and go over on this. Say they lose two one, three one, but they score over, uh, they score a goal. According to CBS, the player to watch out for from the Netherlands is a dude named Gakpo. He is the player they feature on the attack, so watch out for Gakpo. Now, do they have that? Do they still have Memphis on that roster? They, st- I think they do. I think they have Memphis Depay on that roster. You remember him? Yeah. So, oh yeah, the dude named Memphis. Yeah, so I think I I want, I, I, I believe he's on that roster. Oh. Yeah, he has been in the past. How about that. So there's a dude named Memphis on the Netherlands squad. Correct. Yep. Interesting. And he, and he is on the World Cup roster. So uh, that's interesting enough. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll say I, I think the U.S. loses. It's a tough matchup. I mean, the the, the Dutch are always really good, uh, and we are not. So I will I will roll with the Dutch in this one. But we'll keep it competitive, and it'll be totally respectable. We about to give him a Dutch oven. How about that? Oh, wow. Sorry. That's okay. something. Yeah. Yourself a rim shot for that? Yes. No? Okay. Very appropriate. Thanks. Uh, it's hard to make Netherlands jokes because everybody loves the Netherlands, as we've chronicled on the show. Memphis rankings as a place to visit in the world. I heard about this on the Jeff Calkins show. We'll set the number here at 23 and a half in the world to I'm visit. Defer to John here. He knows more. Who's list? It's, so it's Kanye Nast, who is uh, Vogue, New Yorker, GQ, Vanity oh, Fair, Wired. Oh, this is a good list. You know, all these more different, uh, all these different publications. But yes, Memphis made the list of their 23 best places to go. In 2023, which I find Ow. absurd. Mm. I find that, ab- and I live here, I think that is patently absurd. There is no way in hell that Memphis should be on anybody's top 23 places on the planet. I'm sorry. It must be the price of things. I mean. <laughs> it must be what the. the like, have you been here? It, like, what this is, is like Memphis is on. amazing. Like, I've chosen to live here, mm-hmm. I, you know. But it, it, it would not be in my top 23. It would not be in my top 23. I, I got to tell you. I read the write-up on this from Conte Nest or whatever. They they wrote about Memphis being one of the top yeah. destinations. Did they say why they picked us? It said we've spent billions on recreating our downtown area. I don't know if we've spent billions as a city or a community to, to redo downtown. Have we? 
Have we spent billions? I think we've discussed spending billions. I don't think we've spent billions, though, currently, like as have, have done. They said billions spent, and they took pictures of some of the new boutique hotels we have. I think the Memphian was featured in there. Some of those uh, over by the railroad station, the you know the train station, there's some new boutique stuff. They took some pictures of that, too, and they kind of put that in this there. This is in the world, not the This country. is in the world. Well, well it's, uh, sorry, it's, it's U.S. Okay, U.S. Oh, okay. In the U.S. No, there were world locations on there, though, weren't there? In the, I, I think there was, yeah. I, I was reading from the Continest one. There was some fancy. Sea and Travelers got them. It's in, it's in the U.S. Okay. It's, it's in, not in the world, but but maybe there was a world list, too. But, yeah, it's like— A couple you know, of these lists came out today. Nashville claims a lot of national buzz. This the is city one. of Memphis has been quietly reshaping itself to be the hottest destination in Tennessee. Over the past decade, its downtown has invested billions in revitalization projects. Have we? And now visitors can begin reaping the benefits. An upgraded Tom Lee Park will open downtown in 2023, and in time for Memphis in May, a month-long festival celebrating the city's culture with Beale Street Music Fest, barbecue cooking contest, all of those things. Memphis is also experiencing a hotel boom with eight new properties in 2022 and more on the way. There you go, Jason. How about that? You got Penny's new restaurant down there, too. Well, that is cool. In the Westin. Yeah. It's just not very it. compelling. It's not a very compelling. We have hotels. Woo. That's great. I yeah, mean, but new hotels. I understand, bro. I, I don't want to visit a city for their hotels. That's not what I... Had. Are you hating on your own city? I'm Isn't being real. I'm being real about the city, bro. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a top... Tw- it's not in the top 23. It might be in the top 25 and one, but it ain't in the top 23. If you're... If you're I mean, if we're being... Honest, you know, would you tell somebody you got to get to Memphis? You got to check it out. It's like it's a must stop. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I have friends that come here from St. Louis to see the NBA. I have friends here. If you're that, an NBA ah, fan, yeah, come on, see John Moran. You can't do that in Nashville. I kind of look at that. True. If you're a sports fan, I think it's a different conversation. You know, I think if you know if you have, I have outdoor friends that come here too for Bass Pro, for Arkansas, Horseshoe Lake uh, area attractions. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being hard on Memphis, but it's just not a place I would say, man, you got to get here and you got to get here fast because it's. When, when we were discussing world, didn't make any sense. Right. You want to say USA. Mm. You know what? Yeah, we need to balance this out. John's a Memphis hater. <laughs> you got we're engaged. in the right place. You got engaged in Shelby Farms oh, on that kind of yes, thing. And, haven't you know. told people to go there and do the zip line and how much fun that was for I you? I mean, is Memphis the only place that you can do a zip line? No, though? Like, that's we're, getting, we're getting a top golf soon, too, right? We're going to have it all. You know, I'm, like when you're telling people to visit a place, there has to be something that's you know unique about the place. Like you can find lakes, and you can find zip lines, and you can find you know what what really is unique about Memphis. It's like to me, it's the it's the it's the vibe. You know, it's mm-hmm. like just like when you get seven to the city. It's like, and that's not necessarily a thing that you can quantify, but it is. It is the sports. It is the passion about the sports. Which like unless you're a sports fan, you are not going to care about. You know, so you got to be interested to me in one of those two things before I recommend coming in. Um, if you're just like an average person that doesn't care about sports, you're probably not going to enjoy it. But, but if you are a person who just wants to hear good music, live music, yeah, right, and getting mm-hmm. downtown and getting on Beale and sort of feeling, yeah. back to your point about vibe, yeah, no, you, you can get you, down there and have a darn, you can have a hell of a time for sure. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, well, the one thing about it is that we're so used to it now, yeah. Right, we might we take it for granted probably maybe a little so. bit. Maybe so, maybe so. But I, I do. I've, I've got family members that said, "Man, I had a hell of a time down there on Beale. Man, we went down to BB's, yes. listened to live music all night long." And there's something to be said yeah. for that. You can't get that. I just, I just you can't like get that everywhere in this. You can't country. go to St. Louis yeah. on a Thursday and do that. No, I yeah. just no, no doubt. I I just feel like, in terms of the committee, you know, 
were we have some questions. Like, we w- w- was there some pandering going on here? Was somebody you, paid off? Here, let me ask you this way. You'd mm. rather send them to Nashville? A I, soulless city like Nashville? I think the average person would have a better time there. I mean, if I'm just being honest, what? they would have a better time. They would. I think you would come away. You're gonna say, have your Opryland time. You're gonna say like, oh, I like. Where would the average American have more fun? Memphis or Na- or Nashville? Honest question. The average. I'm not talking about you know unique. The average. What you talking about? Shopping? Anything? Like the whole thing? It yes. ain't going to a Titans game. Well, yeah, it's it might a three be. six. You know who they come from? Memphis. It might. I mean, you have the NFL there. You might be an NFL fan, but listen, I'm saying. What do you go to the mall? Go to Opryland. Man, hotel, you got all that, all that stuff, man. Nashville That's what people, Shores. People, people, it's all. It's all soulless. We, we, we were talking to. Uh, we were talking to a client. They're good country we, music. We, we were talking to a client. No, no need to say any names. Who, who told us this week they don't even shop in Memphis? Well, bro. I will say our shopping, right? Yeah, could, that's a it, part of it. It could use some leveling up. Yeah, like we have, you know, we're running compared out. to Nashville. Yeah, I guess it's not. And, same. and you know, when you when you are out of town, a lot of times, like especially I'm not the women, let you sit up here and hate on your city. You once defended us against Paul Kaharski. You remember that, John? And I will again. But top twenty three, bro. Who is this guy? Top 23. I thought I knew you, John Martin. In the country? Overrated, bro. You said it might be top 25 and one, but you 23, no. Yeah. No. I can't give you top 23. I can't do it. I live when here. When we I thought it was it, world, okay. How we got it? Wow. John's, John's apparently going to be moving. No, I'm not. I'm just being honest. I'm like, it's a cool city. It's a great city. I love it. Have you stayed at that new Southland hotel they just built? Uh, but see, Southland's in West Memphis. No, I, but it's part of the market. I hear you can get a lot of bang for your buck down in DeSoto County, John. Yep, you got. There's money there. Maybe you should go look. Is it, this is how. This is how, my man Brian, who's listening from Bahrain. He tweets and says he just left Cairo, and he can vouch that Memphis is much better than Egypt. Hey, hey. that is that is accomplishment. I think a better exercise would be to just let list cities that Memphis is better than, and and that I think we can find some some real truths in for sure. But but you don't think you, it's you've changed? Tw- no, bro. I'm just yes, being, you have. Like I can't. You're look taking at, your city for granted. Like if I if I tell hey a, a, an average New Yorker Memphis top twenty three place to visit in twenty twenty, like get your ass out the house, man. Come on, bro. For what? For what? A blue moon. I love my city. You go get you a a, 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 a right. blue moon, man. Hey, it's a great enough city that it landed Jeff Calkins. He decided to stay here, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Harvard graduate. I'm not even hating. I'm you just... know another guy out of town who I think loves it here? Our next guest, Martin Giannato. Top 23. <laughs> Top... He's decided to stay. Well, uh, i tell you this. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that with Mark, uh, get his thoughts on uh, the Memphis football situation uh, Memphis basketball, Grizzlies, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I'd be trying to FM, ESPN. Start NFL Week 13 off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel. They're America's number one sportsbook, as you know. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you've already got an account. You're going to get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit. Now, NFL same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. You got bills at Pat's. Been pointing out Bills 0-2 in AFC East play. Last I checked, they hadn't punted the last two times they played the Patriots. So, uh, easy in terms of picking a winner here. Now, on your same game parlay, Stephon Diggs going to go over on the receiving yards. Mac Jones over or under on the passing yards. Josh Allen at any time touchdown. That's how you do it. You can build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night with a no-sweat same game parlay. Just sign up with the promo code JSmith if you don't already have an account. If you've got an account, you're all set, 
Just sign in to see what you got. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And the 929 FM ESPN must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Three-plus legs, minimum dollar bet required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet, five bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. After some early season struggles, it looks like the Lakers may have started to turn things around. L.A. is hosting Portland tonight, and the Lakers will look to have both LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the lineup. The Lakers are 5-2 and two in their last seven against the spread, and Portland comes in having lost four or five games overall. The BetQL model likes the way the Lakers have played lately, so the five-star NBA play of the day is the Lakers laying the points against the trail. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mark Giannato, sports commerce over at Commercial Appeal, host of Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Memphis football feels stuck. Mm. And this new reality calls for a new mission. That is what Mark wrote today over at the mm-hmm. CA. He joins now. What's up, man? Not much. I, I wrote it because, myself included, I feel like there's been almost like almost too much doom and gloom about, you know, what this is becoming mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, like I think everyone is so focused on the conference realignment aspect of this, including, frankly, like the athletic department and fa- you know, it includes everyone, media, fans, athletic department. And the reality is, it's not happening. At least not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But I think we, I think we tend to overlook, like there are some things that are going, like there are still things that are going to make Memphis football compelling, if they can manage to put a compelling product on the field. Like in a year or two, hopefully, 
if the Rose Bowl gets out of the way, Memphis is going to have a better shot at making the college football playoff. And in, you know, in a tangential way, a, a better chance of winning a national championship, although that's obviously a very still a long shot. Yep, but you but, can still say seat at the table. Yes. Uh, I agree with you completely. And and like that's than ever reason before. Enough. Than ever before. And John Calipari led the men led the basketball team to bait, you know, should have won a national championship from a league that was just as bad as what the new AAC is going to be. And this thought that like all is lost because you know some you know the momentum, especially on the football side, is completely gone. I think is you know, I think it's just something. You know, I think people are have been too quick to kind of take that sort of stance. And but it's also why I think the Silverfield situation is so frustrating because, like, ultimately you're going to need to go. You know, if you can put. If you can put an eleven and one type team out on the field, which Mike Norvell did two times in three years, basically, you know the twenty seventeen. I mean, the twenty seventeen team lost in the. Or I should yeah, two times in three years. Twenty seventeen team lost in the AAC championship game ultimately, mm-hmm. so didn't um, didn't get there to the play to if there was a playoff, wouldn't have gotten to the playoff, but was right there on the cusp of it. And the 2019 team did. If you can put those types of teams together, like, there's joy to be found. Like, that's a very meaningful thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think what's frustrating for me is, like, I don't think the decision they're making to retain Ryan Silverfield is crazy. Like, in some ways, it's responsible. From a fiscal sense, it sounds like it's probably responsible. But... Does anyone believe in their heart of hearts that Ryan Silverfield is going to field an eleven and one type of football team? Right. I, you know, I don't think so. Personally, I think that's the heart of the problem. You know, and like, what do you do next year when he has a seven and five when he's or eight, eight and four. when he's eight and four and he's got two years left on his deal? Yep. You know, like I think one of the things that people haven't talked enough about. And we talked about it on our podcast over at the Commercial Appeal that's out today. Is next year kind of becomes a either you fire him or you kind of like if you if you truly actually want to support him, you know you can't have a coach. It's really hard to recruit. You're kind of cutting the program off at the knees if a coach goes into a you know goes in with two years left on his deal. Like in the world of college athletics, it's really hard to recruit in that environment. You're you're almost faced with a situation where you might have to extend him next year potentially if you want to keep him. If you really want to keep him and you're actually trying to keep him in a meaningful way, like if you actually believe in him. And the problem is my gut tells me it's going to be just like this year. It's not going to be cut and dry. It's not going to be they went, you know, they went five and seven and didn't make a bowl and it's, okay, no brainer, you fire him. Or even he goes. He's gonna go. He's gonna. They're gonna get a little bit better because it's a you know it's a weaker schedule. And what do you do then? Like, what are you gonna do this time next year when they're eight and four? Are you really gonna fire an eight and four coach? Well, if you're not gonna fire him, now he's got two years left. And so, like, that's the part that is um, frustrating for me. But I think in general, the athletic department needs to be selling that vision more to the fan base. Like stop! I, I you know 
this, I think the time to talk about conference realignment is over. I think to me, mm-hmm. I would be emphasizing, hey, if we do what we did two times in three years moving forward, like we're going to be in the college football playoff potentially. I know the, you know, the dynamics are going to be a little different because the AAC is getting worse and it'll be, you know, I don't know if the Sun Belt and Mountain West are getting better as much as like the AAC is going to come back down to them, but I don't think they're going to be necessarily better than the AAC. It'll just be more even, but I still think if you're 11 and 1 or 12 and 0 in this new league, you're going to have a really good chance of being in the playoff. And I just think people need to think about that more rather than dwelling on we got left behind again. Because what what's the what's the good in that? Mm-hmm. You know, like and ultimately it sounds like part of the reason why they can't get the money together to do what they want to do is because so many of these boosters are thinking in terms of the the conference realignment perspective. And that's, you know, that's how that's what Memphis has done for the last 10 years. Like that's how they've kind of pushed the program forward is with the thought of we're going to a better conference. Well, that's not going to happen anytime soon. And that was the point of the column is like you need to come up with a new vision, a new mission for this athletic department and it, and with that, you need to come up with some new blood. I mean, like it it feels to me like the prominent boosters at Memphis, by and large, even the young ones are like in their 50s. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to galvanize a new generation of support for this athletic department. And too often, it has felt like in recent years, they haven't done a poor job. It's just been like kind of by the book. Like everything's kind of been by the book. And like Memphis has never been a by the book type of situation type of like usually it doesn't necessarily work that well when you just try to do it at Memphis like you like people do it everywhere else you got to do it differently at Memphis to succeed the greatest moments in the in the university's history have felt like when it's differentiated itself because it is a unique type of university in terms of its makeup in terms of the location in terms of the student body all that stuff um, and so I, I just wrote the column because I, myself included, I was like focused so much on the doom, like this kind of, even, you know, I point out in the column, even the NIL thing that Laird Veach did a couple weeks ago, like the message was just very doom and gloom. It was mm-hmm. like, if we don't give this money, we're going to lose players. And like, my suggestion was like, what about if we don't give this money? Like, think about all the players we could get with this money. And I know that's walking a tight rope because it's not supposed to be an inducement. But like, Mark right. says, still hope. What? Yeah. Well, like, no. I mean, I, 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 I do. I think you know, even if you yourself don't believe it, right? Your job is to sort of portray this, 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 you know, this aura of, hey, look how much better we could be. Just doesn't feel like there's a lot of outside the box thinking going on over there right now. It's all. Uh, yeah. It's been a lot, you know. And, well, and well, like, how much of that is because you got an athletic director who's maybe not necessarily uh, looking long term? There's no as question Tom about it. Here to fix there's football. No this about one it. might be looking to get you. Know, I, I do think that is a problem. First trip out of here, rather than and that, okay, and, and, here's a big and, picture. And, and every really AD has that right from at this level. But it's just so it's been so public with Laird that mm-hmm. like he's like tried every well, job. Well, I'll say know? this: like Tom Bowen was going after every job under the sun too. Like when I got here in 2017, yeah, like, but he came on a mission, right? Which yeah, was to no, fix that's football. fair. No, no, I mean Tom Bowen did. I mean, in retrospect, 
did a fantastic job with football. Right. Laird yeah. hasn't really accomplished anything. Like you no. said, it's been more by the book. It's just, just been by the book. No, go you, by, you, I like that phrase. Yeah. A, he do, he, he, he operates like a Power 5 athletic director, and this is not a Power 5 situation. It's not. It, it, it's, it's a – it's a very much it's a situation where and I don't look I don't think I don't think Tom Bowen was great at this but he at least did address football like you really got to come here you got to roll your sleeves up you got to pick up the shovel and have a vision and, and yeah and and Rick, like Ren even had that I mean the look you, spot. And I, some people don't like to do this right so I get mm-hmm. it but you really do you have to pander right to the people mm-hmm. with money you have to really make sure that they feel like they're RC Johnson got a lot of flack and 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 a lot of it was deserved but the one thing that he was amazing at was he knew how to extract the dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew how to extract the dollars from the important that's people. That's what's striking to me is that literally we're talking about three and a half million dollars is too much for this athletic department to foot right now. And like, I believe them when they say they like they can't afford it. But like, put the mirror up to yourself, right? Like, like the fact that you can't afford it says a lot about you as a department right now, not anything else. And, you know, like, I talked to some of these prominent boosters. Like, I can tell you, like, you know, I don't think anyone dislikes Laird, but I don't get the sense like they're in, you know, they're in love with, with, with what's gone on. You know, like, I don't think it's very, again, it's like kind of just in the middle by the book, you know, and, and you need, we need some, di- you need dynamic leadership, and they don't have it right now. Um, and I'm not saying, like, I like Laird Veach. Like, I think he's a nice guy. Yeah. And I hope he uses this opportunity here to, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he changes his approach. But that's kind of what I was thinking when I wrote the column is there needs to be an, a, a change in approach to how, I guess, you are galvanizing support for these programs. Well, I, uh, I, I texted a booster uh, who was given money to the University of Memphis for, you know, 20 years, going back to the days of Cal. And I said, did you, what did you think about the video? What did you think about the, you know, the approach there? And he said, I spoke to four other prominent boosters today, and we are all laughing. Mm-hmm. That, that laughing does not mean giving money, right? Yeah. That, 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 that is the opposite of that. Now, look, you know, boosters are, are egotistical people too. You know, they want to feel like they have, you know, this, that, the other, and, and uh, maybe they're not getting that. So there could be a lot of agendas there too. But, yeah, like I just – I don't feel like there is this, you know, and I've said it before, but I do think you you do. You have to have this suspension of disbelief. We know all the things that are working against Memphis, but you sort of have to just ignore them. Mm-hmm. You have to just pretend. Well, and I would just say to the fan base, like I just think there, like this thought that it's not going to be fun to be a Memphis fan next year, you know, in this new AAC. Like I, I think, yeah, it's not going to be fun if you're six and six again. Sure, <laughs> like yep. you know, it's not going to be fun if you know. Uh, if for some reason the men's basketball team falls off a little bit, but like if Penny has a team that's the best team in in this new look worse AAC, mm-hmm. and Memphis is competing for an AAC championship like it should in football, like that's gonna be fun. Still, it's it just you know like because there are things you are there is access even though it's not as much access as you want to kind of those end goals. You know, like I think the football team, again, maybe not next year, but in a couple years, is going to have an opportunity where, if you go eleven and one, you can reasonably talk about, hey, maybe we're maybe we can be the mm-hmm. twelve seed in the playoff. You know, um, and 
You know, like this year that would mean playing, you know, you play Ohio State in Columbus. Wouldn't be, you know, probably be a heavy underdog, but like, you know, Absolutely that'd be a hell, of, a, hell of an yeah. experience. You know, the Cotton Bowl in 2019 was a hell of an experience, that run. Um, and so, I, you know, I just think they need to take probably a new approach over there. Um, and I think this whole football situation need should be hopefully the, you know, look in the mirror moment for them in terms of, man, we're like stuck right now. Like, I don't get the sense that Laird Veach and whoever, you know, the decision makers over there are going, we're retaining Ryan Silverfield because we believe in him. We know next year he's going to get this right. Like, they're hoping that. Mm-hmm. But I think, it, you know, I think they're they're going, we're retaining Ryan Silverfield because we don't really have any other choice right now as an athletic department. And that's no way to conduct business. It just isn't. Oh, you're doing your part. I see this this column was published at 9.01 p.m. That's the sort of outside-the-box thinking that Larry mm. needs over there. You know, that sort of galvanizing thinking right there, that 9.01. You should, it was supposed to publish at 9, to be honest. It was embargoed for you. That's the, well, it was perfect. This yeah. is, it was destiny. It came, yeah. out at, it came out at 9.01. NIL is applied to December. Do you think we will see an exodus of folks? Football players. I think you'll see some guys leave, yeah. Um, it seems like. Seems like Seth Stan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would listen so. if if Seth Hennigan is leaving, like you know, like I would hope Ryan Silverfield, you know, like that was part of the thinking in terms of bringing him back was that Seth that you're going to keep Seth Hennigan because I think the whole point of keeping Ryan Silverfield is that okay, we're going to be better next year. We're going to be a nine and three, ten and two type of t- a team challenging to win. The conference next year better get some transfers not, though, right? To do that, yes, I think. I, I mean, so that's what I'm talking about. What, well, what happens with the portal? Yeah, because what's interesting, I mean, because even if you look at this year's team, I mean, defensively, you know, they had some pretty impact guys um, at linebacker who were brought in via the portal. Um, you know, uh, uh, sincere Evans, Tyler Murray, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey Canton, Arku were all portal guys. Um, you know, it'll be interesting because they do return a decent amount on offense, but like, uh, you know, that wasn't a great offense. You know, like you return most of your O line, like that wasn't a great O line. You return a lot of your weapons, but uh, you know, I wasn't overwhelmed with you know with the weapons they had. Um, I think they need to go get some talent in the portal, especially to help Seth Hennigan. Um, I think they need to get some guys in the secondary. Um, but. Will they, you know, like, I think my gut tells me, based on what we heard a couple weeks ago from Laird Veach is, you know, I'm guessing a good chunk of that NIL money they have access to is being spent on Seth Hennigan and Caden Priestcorn. And, right. you know, like, I think a guy to watch is Cameron Jackson, that big defensive lineman, 340-pound defensive lineman. Like, he's got power five size, and he was pretty good this year. You saw what happened last year. Uh, it was last year, two years ago, when they lost Morris Joseph, you know, kind of late. Because basically Auburn came in, you know, it wasn't just Auburn. It was like Auburn and NIL money. Um, And so they got to be careful about things like that. But, yeah, no, it's – I mean, they got to hit the ground running next year. There's no – you know, like you can't be – you know, like there's – I would hope if this thing isn't drastically better that we're going to move in a different direction next year. Um, So it'll be interesting over the next three, four weeks – um, how they do in the portal. Yep. 
um, in terms of who they keep, who they who and who they uh, who they get. Because like Seth Hennigan, you know, it's interesting. Um, Darren Heitner put out a tweet today, quoting a like someone from a collective. Like basically, right now, if you want like a top quarterback recruit in the country, like the conversation starts at seven figures, and like, I'm not saying Seth Hennigan is a seven-figure quarterback, but, you know, I think he's like a six-figure quarterback potentially. Sure. You know, oh, like, yeah. a, like a power oh, five yeah. school would maybe want to come in. You know, like, I didn't think Seth had a great year this year. Like, he was eighth in the conference in passer efficiency rating. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a very just – it was like kind of basically the same as last year type of year. Now, some of that I think is on him. Some of it is on – on offensive line, he was running for his life in half these games. And then some of it is on, like, he, his receiving core was not good. Um, but I still think, you know, as Jeffrey put it to me on our show, like, like I watched Iowa play this year. Like, if Iowa had Seth Hennigan at quarterback, they'd be a better team. You know, like, their quarterback stunk. You know, Nebraska. Seems like that. You know, like, I'm not saying he's going to go to, you know, like, he's going to be attractive to a top 25 type team. But, like, some of those mid-to-bottom-tier Power 5 teams, mm-hmm. like he could play quarterback for those teams. And so he's, he, he has apparently said he's coming back, and I'll take him at his word. I think he's being real when he says that he is loyal, and I think it stems to his dad being a football a high school football coach. Like, I believe him when he says that. At the same time, I don't think I think we sh- we would be naive to think someone's not going to approach right. him in these next couple weeks yeah. and offer him something. Well, yeah, that's why it, it must be you know something different because it, it there there is like there is going. To so be my guess is Ryan assured him there's going to be some sort of nil yeah. package that he's going to get. That's very attractive. I would hope. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, but you got you got to believe though. I mean, the, mm-hmm. any any SEC team that needs a quarterback, any Big Twelve team that needs a quarterback is going to be able to beat that. You know, so to me, it's almost got to be. It's almost got to be something else. It's. I mean, I, that is part of it. Now, but, from what I'm told, he he may he may have a girlfriend on campus. Yeah, there we go. Bing, yeah, bing, like bing, a, I bing. believe a Memphis cheerleader is his girlfriend. Bing, um, bing, 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 bing. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so, so it is an IL, of course. That's like a that's that's going to submit it, but. Anybody can come up with an NIL package that would beat Memphis's. I mean, that's kind of what we're we're, we're hearing, right? They're like, mm-hmm. we're going to lose players True. if we don't, you mm-hmm. know, if we and, and that's not going to just be a this year thing. That's going to be an every year thing. Now, now, at the same time, I still think part of this is, you know, evaluation in the sense that, like, you're, you know, at Memphis, you're never going to be able to outbid. A lot of teams with NIL, I don't think. I don't think at any point, mm-hmm. even if your NIL contributions get better, um, I think it's got to be strategic. You know, like yeah, you're you're, at, you'll just take from the lower schools, like mm-hmm. some like the, the you know yeah. like the Power Five take it from you. Yeah, that's just what you'll do. Yeah, you know, and you'll have to outbid uh, South Florida. You mm-hmm. know, you'll have to outbid uh, UAB with Trent Dilfer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what's going to be. That was an interesting hire. I think he's going to be good there. I think that was a. You think Trent's going to be good? Oh, yeah. Dude, have you looked at his team that he brought? He, like, basically just brought dudes from all over the country to Lipscomb Academy. Like, he's going to do – if he gets if he gets NIL, like, like that's the type of outside-the-box type stuff I think you – like, I would be trying at schools like UAB in the NIL era. 
because Trent Dilfer is a compelling personality. He's a name. Like, that's the type of guy. Like, you also, like, one of the jobs of a coach now, honestly, one of the biggest parts of the job is it's not, again, it's not supposed to be this way, but, like, you're supposed to go get NIL support. Penny does it, seems to do it pretty well. Ryan, when he was talking about the other week, seems very, like, hesitant to get in, like, doesn't want to, you know, wants to do it by the book. And, like, I'm just telling you, by the book ain't going to cut it. It's just not. You got it. You got to push the boundaries. I'm not saying break the rules. I'm saying push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's where that places like Memphis. That's how they're successful. Um, you know, you take some risks. You know, like Mike Norvell did it all the time. Mm-hmm. Got kid, got kids who got you know didn't have the grades, didn't have you know it was a different era, if you will, because nil wasn't around. But like, you know, didn't you know didn't you know whatever whether it was didn't make the grades, had some sort of something in their background, and he took a chance on them. That's that, that's how you succeed at Memphis football. Like I, that's how that's how it worked three four years ago. Mm-hmm. And like I think Dilfer, I, that's a you know they have I, that's an interesting hire to me at UAB. Like I, I'm very intrigued by it. You know I don't know if he's going to be a great college X's and O's coach. I just know this: he got players at Lipscomb Academy, and not like from Nashville. Like they were coming from. All over. Well, it was kind of like having Mike Miller at Houston or having Penny at East. Yes. You know, a but Super Mil- Bowl winning coach. But I'll of- say this Mike Miller and Penny both got players at the college level, too. They got players at the high school level, sure. and then they went to the college level and they went and got players. But he's got all the sport he, he could ask for at Lipscomb. We'll, we'll, yeah. UAB. No, like it'll be said. a little different. Yeah. It'll be a little different, you know. But at the same time, that's the type of personality. Well, you know? I'm buying you're, you're in a selling. city like Birmingham. Maybe you can get some of those business people in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. To, to back you because you're Trent Dilfer. And, you know, that takes you to a, you know, a, a, a different level potentially. Um, so I thought it was an intriguing hire. I don't know if it'll work or not, yeah. but I, that's the type of hire I would be making right now if I was a school like UAB. Not necessarily Trent Dilfer, but like an outside-the-box type of hire. It's why Dion's so compelling. Yeah. It's, it's the same reason. It is. He is Mark Giannato. Catch him from 2 to 4. Read him at CommercialPeel.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.